All right, welcome to another Weekend No Show. Uh, my name is JG. I'm here with my boy CL Smooth. What's up, man? What's good? What's good, fam? Hey, man, what's going on? And we got the insidious LAT in the house. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. Thanks for being here. And we got a special holiday-themed show today. And, of course, the upcoming holiday, Valentine's Day. And we wanted to talk about it. But we also wanted to uh, <laughs> we wanted to go over probably the defining movie of Valentine's Day, which actually is called Valentine's Day, and it was from 2010. And what I what I saw of this movie, I mean, I guess we'll we'll get into it. But let me just read the description of this movie, and it says here: intertwining couples and singles in Los Angeles breakup and makeup based on the pressures and expectations of Valentine's Day. So, um, I guess, I want to start with you, CL Smooth, man. What, what did you think of this movie? Well, I, I think it was a maybe a PG or PG-13 movie. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to put the kids to bed because it's about to be some explicit language <laughs> in our discussion of this movie. <laughs> because this is some bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't ever, 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 ever want to do a romantic comedy discussion again. <laughs> okay. This is the only live one though, man. <laughs> this, this was a waste of my life, man. <laughs> okay. And after I, I was about 10 minutes in and I was like, have I ever actually in my previous life watched a romantic comedy? Because I hate this shit. I really, really dislike this movie. Um, but I got to, I made some notes, man. A couple, couple different things. I won't do all of them off top, but let me go through a couple of things. First of all, the, the movie was not enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Not just because, I mean, I'm not against romance, you know? Uh, right. some, some, uh, some adult situations, some strong language, um, nudity, you know, all the good things that, that make a quality movie. I'm not against any of right. that. Um, <laughs> but this movie just was not, I don't know. It wasn't compelling. You know what I mean? Um, the story just didn't grab me. And it just seemed very kind of superficial. Like, I'm like, I could have wrote that shit, <laughs> you know, right, right, right. I could have wrote that last night. And it was, it was, it was really actually very good actors in it. Um, who Julia oh, yeah. Roberts and Bradley Cooper and uh, uh, Jamie Foxx and Ashton Kutcher and all these different, you know, yeah. decent there, actors in there. There know? are actually four Academy Award winning actors in this movie. There you go. There you go. So you're like, how can it be so bad? It's a story, baby. It's a story. It's yeah. nonsense, at least for the male mind. And I'm gonna get, and on that topic of the male mind, because I know men and women kind of view things a little bit different on different subjects. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a bullet point of something that that kind of resonated with me. Um, so there's a girl. I think I think that's Taylor Swift, right? And she was dating, yes. dating some some track uh, dude. Yeah. So he gives her this huge plush fur bear i mean it shit was was big man right yeah it was life must size. Have been, yeah. like like life-size bear must have been super expensive right and she she was carrying it around showing it off and she loved it and all this kind of stuff and this bitch turned around and gave him a present you know wrapped in this pretty box nice bow i mean the present looked great right and i want you to re remember that that concept 
the outside of the box, the present looked fantastic. Now, I'm going to go deeper with you on this, but just, just remember that point. He opens, it up, opens up the box, and inside is his old track shirt, jersey, <laughs> hoodie, yes, whatever, that, that he gave to her or, or she took. Or, you know how girls be taking clothes and stuff like that, right? It's his old track jersey, and he's like, oh, this is my old track shirt. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but I, um, I ironed on your lucky number 13 on that. Yes. And he was like, oh, uh, well, that's actually your your lucky number, 13. Yes. And then she then she starts pouting. And he's like, oh, no, no, but, but baby, I love it. I love it. So this chick gives her boyfriend, who probably spent, I don't know how much one of them bears cost, 100, 200 bucks, maybe more. A couple hundred at least. A couple hundred, right? Gives him his old T-shirt. I don't even think it was a hoodie, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a tank top. It was a tank top. It wasn't a t-shirt. Not even a t-shirt. It was a tank top. So it wasn't even didn't even have as much cloth as a t-shirt, man. And she she got one of them sticky iron-on things with a jersey number on it for an old t-shirt that he probably even forgot he ever had um, that she had took from him, and it wasn't even his favorite number, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, isn't that just isn't that just the way? And I know people be like, oh, it's the thought it counts. Well, let me ask you, if he had given her an old T-shirt with, with whatever printed on it, pink bears or some shit, instead of that plush, you know, expensive animal, would she, would she be as happy with this dude? No, man. No. And so let me get to my point. Sorry for the long-winded answer. <laughs> no, like let me get to my point. <laughs> he gives her... A, a great present, something he knows that she would like from his heart and expensive because that's important. Why? Because he knows that that'll make her happy. That's what men do. What does she do? She got some shit she had laying in, in, in her drawer that she had took from him and put the least amount of effort into giving him, but she put it in a really pretty box. So young fellas that might be listening to this podcast, here's the wisdom, right? From uncle CL. Okay. <laughs> When you out here dating, you're going to see all these pretty girls. Brothers, that is the, that's the pretty box with the bow on it. How they look, the makeup, the heels, uh-huh. right? The hair, all that. That's the pretty box, man. But when man. you start to get to know her, you open up that box inside. You start to realize, oh, shit, ain't nothing but a dirty T-shirt in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right? So be very careful, young brothers, what, box you, what boxes you open up. Right? Pun intended. Be very careful with boxes you open up. (laughs) You might not be happy with the present you get inside. That's it. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. The the wisdom has been unleashed here. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, I mean, I, I got more points to make, but you know, that's 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 enough for now. No, please, by yeah, by all means. We we got time. What what else do we got? Let let me let Bell let me kick it to Bell and then I then I can bring up other stuff later. Okay. All right, I'll, 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 I'll jump in. So let me just start off by speaking directly to my friend, JG. <laughs> <laughs> dun, oh, dun, bruh. Dun. What, 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 bruh, what did we ever do to you, man? What did we do to you, dog? What did we do what, to you? you? What, did, did we wrong you at some point? <laughs> Must have. Just... <laughs> because... I've been your hype man. <laughs> okay, okay well, what, what they're speaking of, this, this is my idea. This was my idea to watch this. I'm sure as hell was our idea. <laughs> yeah, I thought we could have a we could have a nice discussion about this, but I see that's not possible right now. That's not possible. But anyway, Val, please continue. All right. So that that being said, 
you know, I I am clearly not a fan of the movie. And more, you know, a little more general, it's just it was just lazy storytelling. Lazy. And, you know, and just, you know, it it's it's love actually, but you know, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's the it's the same, you know, inconceivable plot twist. It's like, no, this isn't real. And 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, you spoke specifically about the whole Taylor Swift story storyline. I'm gonna talk specifically about the Patrick Dempsey, Ashton Kutcher, um, okay, uh, yeah. Jennifer Gardner. Mm-hmm. In all of fucking LA, what are the chances that that the guy who's you know whose side piece, you know, happens to go into the 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 flower shop of her best friend, and you know he tells this guy who he doesn't know from Adam once for my wife. Once for my side piece. Get right. the fuck out of here. <laughs> right, Such lazy storytelling. <laughs> but it's okay because it's Meg, it's McDreamy and Ashton Kutcher. And, you know, and so, you know, the problem with these kind of movies is I think they don't give a fuck about the storytelling because they are like people, we're going to pack it so full of stars that people just want to see all these stars. And so we can just feed them any story inconceivable story at all possible so that was my major problem and again much like love actually and i know this isn't love actually but much like that you know the black characters you know they fuck up them they they get they get the least interesting storylines or or they're the simps because you know jamie fox was a simp in this movie it's you know you know so either they're the simp and or they they get the you know I mean, it was good to see Lativa, but why they even bother? I mean, good, get your money, sis. But also, why'd you show up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got that check. That's what I kept thinking. Exactly. Check. Exactly. And so, you know, lousy storytelling. You know, the you know the two you know actors of color don't get any real meat. But then again, maybe they didn't want the meat. They're like, yeah, I'll take your two mil, but still. Right. And you know, and you know the you know the sort of inter how everyone just happens to be either live in the same building or, you know, or, you know, again, you know, my best friend happens to be fucking this dude and he comes into my, my shop, you know, or, you know, uh, I'm trying to bring in the Emma, you know, the, not Emma Roberts, uh, the other, the other Academy Award winning chick. She was in Les Mis, uh, what's her name? Um, oh gosh, Hathaway, you know, like that whole Hathaway storyline, you know, I'm a I'm a phone sex operator, but I'm doing it on my cell phone at work. And it's like, come on, people, you know, this is dumb. You know, yeah. so oh, yeah. I, you know what what offended me most about the movie. I mean, I get it, it's Hollywood and it's 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 a date movie, but it was just I'm like, this this would not happen. And I was like, it's not believable. And I'm not, I mean, I like all these actors, but I don't like them enough to sit through this bullshit. Oh yeah. So well, tr- that's, truth, that's, truth, that's, be, truth be told. Though man, I uh I had to watch that shit on two X speed, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, since oh if 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 we're putting truths out there, I didn't actually watch all of it. I watched a lot of scenes. <laughs> you know, a lot. Of, I I watched I watched a lot of scenes. I read the synopsis. I you know, and then I, I oh so you, I, you did the, the, you did the Cliff Notes version. 
Exactly, exactly. And then I, <laughs> hey, and, I and then hey, hey. and then I listened to some other reviews, and I'm like, okay, I I, I get the gist of it. <laughs> you, you, so you, you cheated? What you saying, Bill? You dirty <laughs> MFs. You dirty no, listen, I, I, watch, I, I watched, watched the, the whole thing. thing. No, I, I watched watch the, whole the whole thing, thing. On, on normal speed. No, I couldn't in, do that. in normal time. Nah, not happening. And I endured the pain well, all it. you know for two hours of whatever that was. I didn't I endured two hours of pain. You all are nutting up, man. Listen, Yo. well, what, what the audience doesn't know, what they know now is that we've already suffered this this torture in love, actually. So I was just like, oh, more of the same. So I, I apologize to my co-hosts, my brothers, but also <laughs> I am not sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you know, the, the, there was one quote that I that I caught in the movie that I did like. It was it said uh, it was like the, the, the fill in newscaster said young love, full of promise, full of hope, ignorant of reality. I, yes. I like that, too. I like right. that. I like that because it's true, but also it applied to the damn movie. Right. <laughs> Full of promise with all those great actors, but ignorant of reality. Like, yes. Get the shit oh, off yeah. my screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, JG, I'm going to let you get in here, but we're going to have to talk about Taylor Swift's dancing at some point. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was completely messed up, man. I mean, when I when I looked at this movie and here's the thing, though, even though the movie was vile and insipid and it disgusted me. It still didn't make me want to puke like Love Actually. I don't know. This oh. this movie was somehow not as it was like a nothing movie where there was no intrinsic value whatsoever. But it wasn't like as toxic as Love Actually. Love Actually made me angry. It really did when that dude showed up with the note cards behind his boy's back. Oh that, yeah, that, yeah, I, I remember yeah. just being like, "What the f?" You know, and 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 this one, I never got that. Yes, I was disgusted, but not to that degree. And I actually looked up this movie, like, okay, what is the deal with this movie? And this is like America trying to capitalize, trying to trying to outdo Love Actually, trying to copy it. Yeah, and yeah. So of course they they both succeeded and failed. And yeah. I'll tell you some of the things that I took some notes too, like, like, so Anne Hathaway, um, she's sex. These phone sex lines exist in 2010. That's when this movie yeah, came out. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't I, know. I asked that too. That was from the eighties, wasn't it? That, um, and then it's funny how it's, or not, not funny. It was supposed to be funny that she's like caught every time she does this, somebody yeah. catches her. I'm like, please, what is this crap? Yeah. Um, and then an, another bullshit child storyline of you know yeah. you're not you're not in love at that age you're like please I'm trying to get these GI Joes and these Transformers <laughs> what's what, what's up with these cartoons and cereal yeah <laughs> he, he, I don't care what those girls are doing you know and, and this mofo is like I'm in love she must know that I love her like what what is uh, going on here I mean you know I. No spoiler, but also the person who he was in love with fuck off right yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it was just and here's one thing though I, I I'm not a fan of Julia Roberts and yeah. I'm just like when I see Julia Roberts I'm like oh I kind of recoil and I'm like oh yeah. god no um there was the scene where you notice how Ashton Kutcher he was wearing pink the entire uh yes. movie he always yeah. had to wear pink. And I, here's one thing that I will say. I think that Jessica Alba was like set up to be the bad guy 
but she really yes. wasn't. I mean, yes, she could have handled it a little bit better, but what was she supposed to do? Say yes. I mean, she right. didn't, she didn't, she didn't want to, she had to tell him she had to be honest. And yeah. then it's like, if you're willing you know, you, you move that quick and you jump onto your best friend and it turns into a thing. It seems to me like that whole thing was, was a wash at that point. Right. And, and I just didn't, we saw her like a couple more times, but I didn't know why. Like she Man, showed up. If I could, if I could jump in on that, JJ, yeah. because there's a whole bunch of themes, and 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 that damn Love Actually movie, you know, was the same thing, sending sending the wrong messages, right? So just in that little snip that you talked about, he asked Jessica Alba to marry him. She's less than enthused about it, and then she calls it off, right? Yeah. And then he, he, like you said, flips to his friend pretty quick. Like, oh, actually, you know, all along, it's us that should have been together, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So what message is this sending? Obviously, he was, I don't, I don't know if they ever said how long they, he was dating this girl before he asked her to marry her, marry him. But it's kind of like, okay, Jessica Alba, maybe there's reasons not to marry him. Why are you with him? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's it's sending this message, you know, to, to kind of take it back to, to the real world where girls get into these relationships with guys that they don't really want to be with. But he's just a placeholder to keep her entertained until she finds what she really wants. And then she'll cheat on him with that. Yeah, she was right? just marking time. Just marking time. Right. And the movie, the way they display all this, they make that seem like that's that's normal behavior when it's when it's not normal behavior. Right. And let me tie that together with two other points and then let you guys jump in on it. One of the things I got out of this movie is that it's kind of sending the message that love means accepting, forgiving everything. Oh, yeah, that was BS. In particular, and probably most especially when it means men accepting, forgiving women, whatever they're kind of bringing to the situation. Right. And so I'm, I'm looking at, at two, two specific examples. One is the one that um, that you brought up with uh, Anne Hathaway was doing like the the phone sex on the side and whatever, or, you know, um, calling people and, and, and whatnot. And it's kind of like the guy is supposed to accept that. And, and the fact that he doesn't initially, there's something wrong with him. Now, I'm not judging what she's doing. Right. That, you know, that's that's her call. She can do whatever she wants to do and he can accept it if he wants to. But the movie sets it up to shame him for not accepting yes. in a yeah. way, right? Then the second example is grandma and grandpa, right? That's the most egregious one. That's the most egregious one yeah, 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 where yeah. It, it comes out that, you know, I don't know, was it 50 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever, when they were young and he was he was away on work or whatever, she got lonely and had an affair with his business partner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And- and, you know, he, he, he doesn't obviously react well to that. Um, they've been together for, you know, their whole lives. He, he thought, and it, it all came up uh, for the audience in a discussion of, you know, they were talking with, I think their the babysitter or niece or whoever she was um, about uh, the grandpa father was basically saying, you know, he'd only ever slept with one person in his life, you know, his wife. No, that and, wasn't, that wasn't, was, wasn't that their daughter? I think it was the babysitter. I think she it was, was the, the babysitter. She was the babysitter. Oh, yeah. I thought she was their daughter. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And so, and so, you know, the grandfather thinks that, that he's Julia only... Roberts was their daughter. Ah, right. That's Roberts right. That's right. Daughter. Okay. Got it. Now it makes sense. So, yeah. so the grandfather thinks the grandmother has been faithful to him their whole lives. 
yeah, you can yeah. see on her face immediately, like she, nope, she, she, she did some shit on the side. And finally right. she tells him and then he walks out and then near the end, she, you know, they meet up and she's like, you know, I forget the quote, but it's like, love means not just accepting all the good things about people, but all the things that you don't like and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm not, she scolds I'm, him. She scolds right, him. Right. Yeah. In a loving way, right? In a loving way, but still she's kind of scolding him that like, you, you need to accept all of me. And, yeah. you know, what they choose to do, again, that's that's personal preference. But again, the movie is setting up where you have, you know, the subliminal is, as men, you need to accept any behavior from women that you don't like or respect or whatever, um, because love is greater than that. And I'm not saying you don't have forgiveness and acceptance in your heart. But I also feel like there needs to be room for, for, for people, men to say, hey, no, nah, I'm not OK with this. It doesn't matter that it was 50 years ago. Like you, you betrayed me. I just found out about it now. Now, what he decides to do with that, I mean, that, that's his call. We're all you know, different in terms of how we might handle that. Um, but that, that's part of the problem I have with these movies. It's sending these messages to girls that's like, well, you should. And, and, and you see it like if, if you if you view anything in social media, it's like you need to accept. I have all these preferences, but you need to accept me how I am. You know, my girl, what are you talking about? Yeah. So anyway, I mean, that, that's my rant on that. Yeah, that's that thing, like especially where like uh, Anne Hathaway was doing the phone sex, which honestly, I would have been I would have just laughed at her ass like, ha ha ha. I can't believe you're doing that shit. Anyway, let's kick it. But um, yeah, yeah. I'd but, be like, but, make 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 that money, make that money, ma. <laughs> yeah, I would have been cool. See, but that he wasn't should have been his call, and he should have he should have been able to make that call without being made to be a villain and be an asshole. And I, I think that, and honestly, when he came to her, didn't they say that they had only been dating like two weeks? He's talking about love already, which which yeah, it, was, happen, it was ridiculous, which, man. which could happen. But it's like really love what, um. I thought something. Remember when um, Ashton Kutcher? This is just, this is kind of an aside, but he he goes to the airport to stop this chick from oh, flying to San Francisco. Weren't those the friendliest airport people uh, you dude, ever? Dude, I mean, this was this was 2010. And you know, yeah. granted, you know, granted, you know, things hadn't gotten terrible yet. Well, I mean, things were actually things were terrible in 2010. There's no way you're you're rolling through there and no, you know no, no, and not get no. not getting pulled to the side and detained. No. And you go to the airport and those people are humorless. Right. And right. They don't give a fuck. They're humorless. Right. Yeah. Don't come through here. Get your hands out of your pockets. I don't exactly. want to hear it. You try to tell them a story, they don't want to hear it. They don't want right. to hear it. And yeah, the, the people kind of talk smack to him a little bit, but it was kind of friendly banter yeah. more than he should have got, you know, a billy club or tased or something running through there. <laughs> his, his shoes are off or whatever. And, and exactly. Where's his shoes? Oh, this is so funny. And then they yeah. had sass, sassy black uh, uh, security uh, person. Yes. Oh, yes, of what? course. Of uh, course. I was like, get checked. Get that check. I, I cannot wait until I see a movie where the TS, where at least one of the TS agents isn't a sassy you know, full, you know, big black woman. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, please. Yeah, this this movie. And and I liked uh the the who was the one who couldn't who who hated uh hated Valentine's Day and was having the party, the actress uh Jessica Beale. Uh, Beale. Jessica yeah. Beale. Jessica Beale. So that, Jessica Beale's the, uh, yeah. yeah. The 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 ostensibly loser uh, yeah. trope. 
Yeah, ostensibly, you know, um, Jamie Foxx's love interest. But, you know, of course he doesn't get her, though. I mean, I think that was on its way to them falling in love. But but I'm like, stop putting these, whatever you think of Jessica Biel, she's considered to be extremely attractive. She's definitely yeah. considered to be one of the top top ones. And it's like, okay, stop Especially making dudes think that is you know she was good looking man and I, I mean she probably still is i don't know but um she's yeah. ugly she's isn't she married to justin timberlake that makes her a little <laughs> uglier that, that makes her ugly but, <laughs> yeah. but i mean no like, most folks actually think that some smoking hot chick is like yeah she's probably single man no one's no one's trying to get with that and yeah let me i mean which which yes does happen but i hate it when they have these tropes where the girl's obviously like a supermodel, runway supermodel. And she's like, I can't find a guy. I just cannot get anyone. And it's like, maybe you don't click with anyone, but you got options. Please, please don't make it look like you don't have any options. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she was turning turning dudes away. So I, I'm i going to redirect some of my vitriol away from you, JG, and <laughs> and direct it towards... Um, uh, Gary Marshall, because he directed this 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 this, this turd this this turd of a movie. So I, you know what, I've been I've been focusing on some of the the negative, but let me say some positive things or some things that that actually tickled me a little bit. So in the in the scene where uh, where the grandparents, you know, you know, reconcile, I thought that it was a cool shot that you know one of Shirley MacLaine's movies was in the background. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was kind of cool. I was just like, ah, I'm like whatever, Gary, but cool. And also, I you know, you know, way to pay some lip service to to you know to someone who's you know she's been in the business forever. So that was kind of cool. I'll, I'll give Gary a, a little props on that. Uh, I will not give him props <laughs> on. So I don't know if yeah, yeah I, I did a little bit of homework. So I don't know if you guys knew this, but apparently, thirteen is Taylor Swift's like Taylor Swift the the person. That's her favorite number. And so all of that. all the Taylor heads, you know, caught that, you know, and she actually had it on her hand in the elevator in the scene with uh, I, Anne Hathaway. I, I saw that. Yeah. 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 And so that's that's, you know, that's her. I don't know if she put that in her contract or if that's just Gary Marshall thinking, you know, it'd be cute if we put 13 on you because, you know, all your I don't know what they call the Taylor fans. All the Taylorites will love this. So so there's that uh, again. I'm just like. And also, you know, here's the thing, it's Gary Marshall. So he did Pretty Woman. I was like, how did he get fucking Julia Roberts for fucking 10 minutes? Or, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, he he did Pretty Woman. He called in some favors for this turd of a movie. Even Hector Elizondo and Shirley MacLaine. Why did, you know, they seem like they would be above it. But also, it, it was probably a nice quick check. Paycheck. So, yep. yeah. So, you know, I just wanted to throw that in there because I, you know, like I said, I hit the Wikipedia and it has all those kind of like pop culture tidbits. And I knew that. I didn't know the movie, but I was like, that looks like Shirley MacLaine. That looks like a younger version of her. And it turns out that's some movie that she was in. And, and you know, before before we um before we get any like criticism, because it's like, oh, why are you criticizing, you know, these movies? You know, they're not made for guys and, you know, the, the action movies and stuff you watch are, can be just as bad. Hey, I get it. You know, we have this, some of the same criticism of of you know, like Marvel movies and action movies and stuff like that. Um, while we like all those characters, right, and maybe the actors, if the story is not solid, it ruins the whole movie. It's not. It's not like we we are incapable of appreciating you know yeah. a movie based on love and and drama and 
you know, comedy and all that. We, we love all those elements. It's, it's all good. But if the story that pieces it together is not solid, man, like it just, you feel like you wasted your time, you know? Well, I'm, yeah. And along those lines, I'm going to go, you know, along, it's literally along those lines. I just rewatched Black Adam and my initial, you know, thumbs up is no longer a thumbs up having watched it you know having some time i was just excited to see the rock because i know he worked on it for, you know he worked hard to, but having watched it again you know visually it's great you know you know great special effects you know it, it looks like i imagined you know the comic you know you know you imagine the comics in your brain so it looked it looked good but i was just like again you know maybe i don't know i maybe i expect too much but i was like this is lazy mm. It was nice, but you know, I yeah. Upon revisiting it, I was just like, uh, and I know that's not we're not talking about Black Adam, but I know us offline we talked about it last you know last week. So I just wanted to kind of make a connection. I also thought that that was lazy storytelling too. Right. It was a yeah. it was a it was a it was an origin story where they did all the they did the origin story in the first ten minutes, and I was just like, all right, we're just gonna have rock fight and and kill people for for the next hour. I was okay with that. Maybe we need to talk about that next time. Well, I'll tell you guys something is that I thought I've I've often thought for for years now is that I have a innate disdain for these these uh, rom coms and and these romances, and I've even told people like, man, is there something wrong with me? It's like, it, isn't it that shouldn't we want love? Shouldn't we want to? see these positive things i watch stuff where there's explosions and people getting their asses whooped and shot and screaming and car crashes and things things just going to crap but that's what i want to see and you know sometimes it's like okay i laugh at women because they like these romance and rom-com things and then I like these male power fantasies as this guy's powerful man he's blowing up shit nobody can stop him he's killing everybody and, right, and right. you know, you're like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> I got I to take a step back here. But, you know, is this what I really want? But I think it's, it's like, it's like, no, that's not my life. I want to see stuff that is not um, real, is not possible. I know it's not real, but I think these oh. rom-coms, they try, to, they try to make it like this could really happen. I think women sometimes expect guys to behave like this. And it's not real. And that's one of my problems with this. Oh, it sounds to me like you're positing that. I mean, what I'm pulling from that is that you're positing that rom-coms are like action flicks for, you know, for women. They they know it's not real, but, you know, they, they enjoy it. I don't, the, they, I don't know they if they the all fantasy. know it's not real. I yeah, think I they, they see think this it's real. Behavior. I think they see his behavior and they, they expect, like, look at when guys chase a woman to the airport, they show up at her job, they do all stuff. That's stalking. I That's mean, literally stalking. <laughs> it's stalking. But in the movie, it's like, oh, he's interested. He's, oh, what, what are you doing here? I found out where you live. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> thanks thanks for looking me up, I guess. But um, I mean, I'm trying to think of, I think I watched a couple movies that, were decent that I that could be considered a romance or something. There was one with Kira Knightley. It was called Last Night, and I think that was one where I'm like, oh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't you know puking into my puke bucket, so it must right. be pretty decent. What, what did we think about Bradley Cooper? And uh, I don't know the actor, other actor who's the the uh, football player. I don't know his name. 
you know, what? before I before I went back and and you know after before I went back and you know hit the Wikipedia, I was like, did Shonda Rhimes write this? Because those are both Grey's Anatomy actors. That's McSteamy and McDreamy, and I apologize that I know. Oh, is uh, I watched it for a while. Bradley, uh, oh, oh, I know. Not- we both watched. I, I watched that first season of that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes, I didn't even yeah. think of that. Yeah, so I was like, did Shonda Rhimes write this? Because you know. It's, it's along those veins. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't, she didn't, she didn't write it, but, but okay. yeah. You know what? Here's the thing about the Bradley Cooper and Drew. I think, again, I think, wasn't that around the time that the hangover? So I think, I think that was just, you know, we're, we're going to put these names in here because neither of them, you know, neither of their storylines really meant, I mean, none of, none of the storylines meant anything, but those two, those in particular, I'm like, that's just star power. But I mean, were you shocked when it turned out that Bradley Cooper and then the football player were in a gay relationship and then he showed up? As yeah, I mean, sure, sure. But, it, you know, it it was a surprise. But also, I'm like, of course. I mean, I wasn't shocked because when you start adding up the players and you're exactly. like, who hasn't been dealt with yet? OK, right. That's that's how, you know, Julia Roberts is this awful kid's mom. And then <laughs> there's no one left. It's got to be right. <laughs> Bradley, exactly. uh, which you know, which you know, which explains why, even though that stewardess was throwing herself at, you know, that he was not interested at all, even though that stewardess was throwing herself at him. So yeah, she was throwing it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, uh, and I, I stole this from another podcast. He, he was dodging, you know, much like, and you know, we'll talk about it later because I'm, I want you guys to come on which we can talk about off offline. I want you to guys come on my last last dragon podcast. But I listened to some other podcasts and the funniest thing I heard was like Bruce Leroy, he could take a punch, but he avoided pussy like it was nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did he did not want that shit. No, you can keep yeah. that, ma'am. All right, right. <laughs> That's for sure. But guys, we're 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 coming to the end here of this weekend no show. Can can we just can we just sum this up? I'd like I'd like you guys to sum it up. CL Smooth, can you sum this up for us? And then we'll have LAT sum this up. What what do you think, CL Smooth? Um, a complete waste of time. Some garbage. Uh, sends terrible messages. Lazy okay. writing. Terrible artwork. Don't go watch it. Don't see anything like it. Uh, <laughs> shall I continue? <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I mean, I think that was very succinct. Thank you. Can we? Can we? Hey, but LAT? it was fun to talk about, man. It was, you know, it was enjoyable to discuss yeah. it. Yes, yes. Lat. How about, how about you, man? What do you? What do you think? All right. So I'm gonna say, if you know, if this is your wheelhouse, you know, have at it. But you know, don't go in it, you know, expecting, you know, great storytelling or not even great acting. You know, I mean, nobody did terrible, but it's you know, it everybody phoned it in. So just, you know, know what you're getting into. If you have, you know, spoiler alert, you know, it's a bunch of people got paid well to phone in some, you know, some 20 minute performances. So, so yeah, that's, that's all I got to say. You know, it is what it is. Not, you know, not my bag, but you know, if you're into it, have at it. Okay. Okay. Well, 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 thank you, man. And, and I think that if, if, uh, if we weren't single before, we will be now. When you hear- <laughs> <laughs> but, any- but anyway, <laughs> to wrap this thing up, man, uh, I want to say have a happy Valentine's Day to uh, everyone out there. Uh, despite what we said, you know, we we do wish everyone the best in in life and love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just not this movie because this shit. Was love wack. conquers all, y'all. 
<laughs> love conquers all. It conquers all. But anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. This is gonna be uh, this weekend no show. I'm JG, uh, my boy CL Smooth and LAT. Say goodbye, guys. Peace. Have a good one. All right, y'all. We'll see you on the next weekend no show. Hey guys, what are we doing after this? You guys wanna? I mean. I'm-